your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. To the Thursday, February 18th edition of Locked On Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is a daily podcast where we talk about all things Florida Panthers. I'm Armando Velez from PantherParkway.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. You can also follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. You can also email me at LockedOnFLAPanthers at gmail.com. You can follow this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can follow the national show anywhere you listen to podcasts. And you can also follow them on Twitter at LockedOnNHLPods. And what a win by the Florida Panthers. The Florida Panthers are now 10-2-2 through 14 games of the season and they're after tonight's 4-3 overtime victory against the Carolina Hurricanes on the road in Raleigh a place that the Florida Panthers have a hard time winning this is one of the few road venues that the Panthers have the hardest time playing in and the storyline all happened with this as a Vincent Trocheck revenge game against the Florida Panthers where the Florida Panthers dealt Vincent Trocheck at last year's trade deadline for Itu Lusterainen and Chase Prisky. And Vincent Trocheck got a goal, the game tying goal on a power play with a tip in. And it was I, I I will say I was a little silent when I got saw that goal go in because it was shortly after a penalty, and Vincent Trocheck has been great for the Carolina Hurricanes ever since they've acquired him. But Etu Lusterainen has also been great for the Florida Panthers as well, being on the third line center. So it seems as if both teams have benefited from this trade. And let's keep one thing in mind about. Itu Lusterainen. Itu Lusterainen leads the Florida Panthers in penalties drawn. So he continues to put other teams in bad position to put the Cats at a man advantage where the Florida Panthers are one of the top teams in the league on the power play. So just putting your team in that position you got to give a lot of credit to Itu Lusterainen for continuing to draw penalties. And he drew one tonight in the first period. But what about Jonathan Huberdeau, the all-time leader in points in franchise history for the Florida Panthers, continues his great season. Just two weeks ago, he had a five-point night against the National Predators. And tonight... Three out of the four goals he was responsible for. Two goals and one assist. And the one assist was on a beautiful backhand pass to Alex Wenberg, where it was created on a steal by Patrick Hornquist. And it was a beautiful backhand 
for Alex Wenberg, who gets it in. And now Alex Wenberg has his fourth goal in the last five games. And there was another Florida Panther who got his first goal of the season. But not only did he get his first goal of the season, he got his first NHL career goal in Yuho Lamico, who was playing fourth line center. And let's talk about this fourth line. This fourth line has, was in late in the game as well by Coach Q. I see under two minutes, and I, you see the fourth line out there with a game that's tied. And Coach Q has a lot of trust to put his fourth liners out there. Be, I mean, they were very aggressive. Ryan Lomberg is very aggressive on the four check. He was very active. He was shooting like from his stomach the last game against Tampa Bay. And he was active on the four check once again today. Second straight game that the Florida Panthers have a road win against a team who hadn't lost at home yet until they faced the Florida Panthers. The first one was the Tampa Bay Lightning just two two nights ago. And then now in this game against the Carolina Hurricanes, Chris Drieger got 32 saves on 35 attempts in this one. And it was just... And th- this team trailed 2-0 at one point, where early on, the both Carolina goals were within minutes of each other, like really, really late in the first period. And this is the part where a lot of Panther fans were saying, oh no, it's going to be that type of game where the Florida Panthers have played so well before this one, and then they go against a team that they haven't seen before, at least this season, and lay an egg. And that's happened many times throughout the last few years with this core with the Florida Panthers and it didn't happen this time it this is a team that ha- knows how to bounce back they know how to make adjustments through every intermission they know not to panic when they're down and i tweeted from the lo underscore fla panthers page that i'm not panicking yet and the Florida Panthers just didn't give up. They haven't all season. And there was a lot of times early on where the Panthers were just looking lost. They were struggling for zone time really early in the game. And they were able to make the adjustments mid-game. And it seems as if this team is just never out of it even when they're down big and it's great to see that from the last few years of when they're down you just know the game is over and you just don't want to watch the rest of the game but then when they're down early this time around you want to stick around and you want to see what this team can do and they've continued to show that when they're down, they're not going to be out. And it was a great comeback, down 2-0 at one point. Took the lead, 3-2, before 
allowing Trocek to tie the game. And then Jonathan Huberto finished it off in a beautiful backhand check by Barkov, which left Hubi all alone. And Hubi was able to convert for the game winner. Didn't let it go to a shootout on the three-on-three overtime. And the Panthers are now in first place in the Central Division presented by Discover. So amazing, amazing things going on in Sunrise, Florida with this team. And the Florida Panthers, after this win against the Carolina Hurricanes, have two back-to-back road games against the worst team in the division, the Detroit Red Wings. In the next segment, I'm going to break down tonight's 4-3 overtime win against the Carolina Hurricanes. You've been listening to Locked On Panthers. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you could imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Use promo code locked on at betonline.ag. We're covering everything you need to know about the Florida Panthers, but what about the rest of sports? Now, the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the great sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. Locked On Panthers on a Thursday, February 18th, 2021, where the Florida Panthers are coming off a 4-3 overtime victory against the Carolina Hurricanes on the road in Raleigh. So the Florida Panthers didn't make too a change at all in the forward lines. The they all stayed the same of Verhage, Barkov, Duclair, Hubi, Wenberg, Horny, Frank Petrano, Itzulustrainen, Owen Tippett, Ryan Lomberg, Juho Lamico, and Brett Connolly. But there were some changes on the defensive pairings. The top defensive pairing, the Uyghur and Ekblad, stayed the same, while Gustav Forsling was activated off IR and paired with Anton Stroman. So the D pairing of Keith Yandel and Rakko Gudis was back, at least for tonight. And once again, Coach Q for the second time this season has put Chris Drieger in back-to-back starts after his shutdown game in the third period against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And this was a game where really at first the Florida Panthers had a hard time with offensive zone time in the first period. There was, and then there was a penalty early on the Carolina Hurricanes drawn by Itulu Strainen and nothing that the Florida Panthers converted on the first power play. There was a lot of turnovers. There was one by Frank Petrano and a miss on a breakaway by Carolina. There was a misconnection on a break with Barkov and Duclair. But there was also a lot of activity, even from the beginning, from this fourth line, that Yuho Lamico was creating back checks to, for a turnover and transition. And But then the Florida Panthers got sloppy. They were losing board battles. 
there were a, a big mistake at the blue line by Aaron Ekblad where he gains possession again after turning it over and then turns it over again and Captain Jordan Stahl goes top shelf on Chris Drieger. And then shortly after, Sebastian Ajo gets a deflection off a shot from the point after Florida loses a board battle. And then after the first period, I saw this stat of attempted shots, not shots on goal, but attempted shots for the Carolina Hurricanes were double of the Florida Panthers. And this is where the Panthers, you think that, man, these guys need to try to find a way to get some more zone time, draw some penalties, and win your board battles, hustle over there. And they weren't doing that much in the first period, but, and look what happened in the second period. As soon as the Panthers draw their first penalty in that period, the Florida Panthers were able to get a goal via Jonathan Huberdo, who took a wrist shot past Alex Nijalkovic for the score to bring it to two to one. And then we thought, okay, they're, they're, they're down one now. They found a way to decrease the deficit. And there's so many opportunities after that goal where the Ekblad had a one-timer that was saved. And there was a two-on-one where Jonathan Huberto had a rush and attempted a pass to Hornquist that was deflected off Najokovic. And he had another pass to Ekblad wide open and there was another save. And then Ekblad after that, he didn't get on the score. Listen, Aaron Ekblad didn't get on the scoreboard today. But after that turnover, Aaron Ekblad turned it around with a lot of opportunities, wide open opportunities, and, and some for, forcing a lot of turnovers late in the second period. But there was a time in this game where Keith Yandel was taken off a few shifts and Mackenzie Weger was playing double because Yandel also had his fair share of turnovers in this game so that's something to keep an eye on with the whole Keith Yandel situation like I said a few weeks ago this is a story that's just not going to go away for the Florida Panthers and there was a very questionable goalie interference call at the at the very end of the second period it was right at the 20 minute mark actually where Carter Verhege was going after Alex Nijokovic. The He was going after the puck where he was behind the net in the trapezoid where he can possess and going after the stick. And the referees, for some reason, called it a goalie interference. And everybody was like, what? How? How? You don't see... You see him going after puck before you see him go after body. And that call didn't make sense, in my opinion. But this is also an opportunity where you're in between in the intermission and you could go back and look at it for an opportunity to possibly, and especially since it happened right at the 20-minute mark, and you don't know whether, like, the horn probably buzzed after Verhage attempted, but it's very close to the end, so can you do a little bit of a no-call there? 
probably. So I wasn't really a big fan of that call specifically. But then Chris Drieger really stepped up in that penalty kill where he made four saves in that power play, one on Sheshnikov. There was one, another save where he had no rebound, and then there was a one-timer by Sebastian Ajo where he was able to glove save. And Drieger really had a heck of a game tonight, and when he need, again, when he needed him most, he was there. And I don't blame him for any of the goals. I look back at all three, and two of the goals were off deflections, and one was off a turnover at the blue line by Aaron Ekblad. So Chris Drieger had a, another great game for the Florida Panthers, and this is where the floodgates really opened for the Florida Panthers, where there was a turnover really early in the third period where Patrick Hornquist takes it away, and Hubi leads a rush, and that's where Jonathan Huberdeau has that beautiful backhand pass to a cutting Alex Wenberg, who was just wide open against Alex Njokovic for the score to tie the game. And now it's his fourth goal in his last five games. And Jonathan Huberdeau, along with getting three points, drew a penalty shortly after. So he's getting on the scoreboard. He's distributing. He's drawing penalties. And the second line continue. It's not first line reliant anymore. That's the great thing about all of this. It's not the leading score on the Florida Panthers isn't on the first line, even though that first line is as hot as can be. And you're getting contributors on the third and fourth here and there. So Gustav Forsling as well, midway through the third period, was very involved with a big hit and a big one-timer from the high slot or midway through the third. There's a few times where the Florida Panthers had opportunities to go on to take the lead where with a two-on-one with Itulu Sterainen and Frank Ricciano, but it was a miss. There was times where Owen Tippett created more zone time for the Florida Panthers, a, a thing that they struggled with in the first period. And looking at the shots on goal in the third period versus what was going on in the first two periods in the third period the Florida Panthers outshot the Carolina Hurricanes 14 to 7 of the shots on goal so that's how they were able to catch up in this game and bring this game to overtime at at least at the time I was thinking wow you got out here with at least one point and the fourth line like I said earlier contributed once once again and Yuho Lamico scores on a backhand from a really strange angle near the right faceoff circle after a Ryan Lomberg steal. And I'm really liking the effort that Ryan Lomberg is showing out there with the fourth line. And shortly after that, after the Florida Panthers took the lead, there was another strange penalty where McKenzie, the, the stick of Brock McGinn was already behind him. And as Mackenzie Wieger's momentum is going forward near the boards, the stick is right behind him. And that's just 
that's just another one where you could let go as well. And it created that Vincent Trocek tip-in. And like I said in the first segment, I went a little silent once Vincent Trocek scored that goal. And it was like, damn, it's really this is really going to happen where Vincent Trocek is going to get his against the Florida Panthers. And then there was two big saves late in the third period with by Chris Drieger, one on Martin Neches and Niederreiter on the follow. So Chris Drieger made two consecutive saves after giving up a rebound. And <laughs> I tweeted before this game started saying, I want to say one thing before we face Vincent Trocek and the Carolina Hurricanes, that Trocek was tripped. And towards the end of the third period, the guy that the Florida Panthers traded for, Etulu Sterinen, was tripped at the end of the third period and no call. So, so it's crazy how all that just happens. So the Carolina Hurricanes don't score after that missed trip and the game gets to overtime. The Florida Panthers and Carolina Hurricanes both come out with at least a point which seemed like a victory at the time. And then the second one was just a bonus because of what the Florida Panthers had to do to come back from this 2-0 deficit. And a beautiful steal by Alexander Barkov on a back check and then a backhand pass to Jonathan Huberdo all alone and gets it past Nijokovic for the 4-3 win on the road. And wow. The Florida Panthers, after that, heading into that, you said, this extra point right here is for the division lead. And then you go from there. They got it. They're 10-2-2, leading the Central Division in points and point percentage. Got a back-to-back now with the Detroit Red Wings and... This this is past the quarter mark of the season. The Florida Panthers are in this position. Let's build off this. The way that the Florida Panthers were able to get two wins on the road against two teams who were favored to win this division, it was mostly Tampa Bay and Carolina, and then, okay, the rest. Nobody batted an eye. Nobody looked at the Florida Panthers when they were winning early, and nobody really made much of at least on the national perspective they didn't make much of their moves this offseason and now their play on the ice is proving that they belong in this conversation for a not only division title but for a contender in the postseason i know it's early there are <laughs> 42 games left so they're off to a great start. They haven't lost a road game in regulation yet. Weird to believe that most of their struggles have come at home. And this team is ready to take off. And I'm excited to see what's to come. In the next segment, I'm going to talk about whether 
the Florida Panthers are going to have a letdown after this big win. You are listening to Locked on Panthers. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait until the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices for possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts for hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast. Hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks and quick-hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to the Locked on Bets podcast, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. Locked on Panthers on a Thursday, February 18th, 2021, where the Florida Panthers are coming off a 4-3 overtime road victory against the Carolina Hurricanes. And early on this season, after the Florida Panthers won the two games against Chicago, Three out of four against Columbus, Nashville, and then taking the three out of two out of three from Tampa Bay. You're thinking to yourself, especially from the years past that this team has played, thinking, is there going to be a letdown with this team? And honestly, I'll tell you the truth. I don't think they're going to have a letdown. And honestly, you can at me on Twitter if I get it wrong. I am, this is on the record now, on this recording. And after this wonderful start to the season where the Panthers just look very dominant at times over their opponents, it just doesn't seem that it's just going to do a whole 180 after 14 games of the season and leading through 14 after having two stoppages uh, this season with Dallas's COVID outbreaks play two games then the Carolina Hurricanes have an outbreak you get a whole week off before facing Columbus and they haven't been letting us down this season so 
I personally don't believe that we're going to have a letdown later this season. There's a series coming up against Detroit, a back-to-back on the road, and then they face the Western Conference champion in the Dallas Stars for three games in Sunrise, Florida. And this is another team that you haven't faced yet early this season. It's crazy. We're a quarter through the season and you haven't faced one of your seven opponents in this division. So that's what happens with the COVID postponements and all that. So it is what it is. So that is what's ahead for the Florida Panthers. And this team has shown that they can compete with anybody. As far as points percentage, they're tied for first in the league in points percentage with Boston and Toronto. So it's not just their, this division that they're leading. They are up there with the rest of the NHL. It's going to be interesting where the national media of ES, ESPN, TSN, NBC Sports, Sportsnet, all of them, all of those outlets, where are they going to put this Florida Panthers team after this week? So it's really interesting to see what the rest of the league is going to think of these Florida Panthers. They, they're now up top in the division. It's very noticeable now. People recognize their play, but they were, a lot of people were saying, can they keep it up? Can they beat uh, Tampa Bay on the road? Check. Can they beat a Carolina on the road? Check. They haven't faced the Dallas Stars on the road yet, but I like our chances against the Western Conference champion. They're playing as well as can be as well, but let's not look past the Red Wings neither because. They did suffer one loss against the Detroit Red Wings in regulation just a few weeks ago on a 4-1 loss where Chris Drieger was starting. So let's not look past them neither. So back-to-back starts on Friday with Drieger starting these last two games. You can expect Sergei Bobrovsky back between the pipes on Friday. Maybe Chris Drieger starts on Saturday or they put Bob on a back-to-back. I don't know. With this shortened COVID season, Coach Q can change his mind just about any time. So for updates on that, just keep following me on Twitter at MondoMan12. Follow the show account at LO underscore FLA Panthers. Follow the national show as well at LockedOnNHLPods. And keep it subscribe to the show. There, you're going to get Florida Panthers content every Monday through Friday, here every day. So. If there's one place that will always provide you with, if you want to just hear about the Florida Panthers, this is the place to be. So subscribe, tell a friend, and keep it locked in on Locked On Panthers. I will be right back with you guys tomorrow, and you've been listening to the Locked On Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.